Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal on The Fan. Um... I like David Stearns a lot. I do. I think it was an outstanding hire by the New York Mets. I think David Stearns has a chance to do great things here. But I'm confused by by some of the things that David Stearns said yesterday because there, there were basically two different versions of David Stearns yesterday, Sal. As Sal, by the way, is huffing and puffing <laughs> as he ran from the station. Trains derailed. Things canceled. Oh, I mean, by the way, oh, props for making it. Oh, I mean, you, God, you busted a hump. I was, I'm about to have here. a heart attack running up the stairs. I can't. I got to Penn Station. My train was an hour late trying yeah, to run on railroad. Yeah. I got to Penn Station at 9:49. Oh, not dude, 9:49. I'm like, I'm not gonna be there. Huh? Play That's... a few minutes, but here I am yeah. to defute you naysayers like you, BT, ripping David Stearns and saying that the Mets are going to the postseason. So what do you got? Hit me. Well, with I, it. I there's a couple of versions to dissect here because the first version. I think he was on point, and if you missed it, I think it was with Martino. Uh, yeah. Certainly, a, a, Mets a, hot stove last night. Yeah, yeah, Mets hot stove, a lengthy chat. And again, I, I I really do like Stern. Quote though, my my job is to win baseball games, not the off season, which I believe is an on the money you know quote. Uh, I I agree. It's about rebuilding. It's about sustaining. It's about setting a foundation that's proven very ev- evasive for the New York Mets most of their existence. But then one of the other things that he said, and to me. This is the false hope or the mixed signal that he sends where if I'm a Mets fan, I am confused, all right? Because then he said, we should be competing for a playoff spot, and I believe that we'll be able to make that expectation. Uh, We should have exciting baseball in September and October. No, you won't. Uh, The Mets are not good. And this is not me piling on the Mets. I am genuinely confused why the mixed messaging. See, I like that he said that. When I saw the show and read the quotes, I like that because it validates everything that I've been saying. Now, it's different for me to say it and for fans to hope and for fans to believe. But when he says it, it holds more water because guess what? The bullseye is going to be on him. Not the Mets fans, not the media members, not the predictions that people make. Not the fan graphs or whatever the hell the stuff is. All these things that now predicts all these different, uh, you know, all these different projections as far as win totals and, and stats, all that stuff. It's going to be on him because he said we will be competing or we should be competing for a playoff spot and we'll play meaningful games down the stretch. That shows me that they're not punting. I don't believe he's lying. I believe he's telling the truth that he believes 
in the team that he put together. Now, you and I can look at the roster, and yeah. we, we also have differing opinions of what it is, although I was higher on it thinking there were going to be more moves to be made, and they haven't made those moves just yet. They still need a DH. They could still use an arm in, in the bullpen. You know, the starters are very questionable. However, he believes in that team, and now if he doesn't make that team a playoff team, he's the one who's going to have his feet held to the fire. Yeah, and I respect that, putting your name on it. I, I truly do. You know, to me, though, it's almost like you wake up on New Year's Day, you have a hangover, you shake it off, and, you know, you trudge to the to the to the refrigerator, and instead of, you know, sucking down a leftover, whether it's, you know, chicken parmesan or mm. a couple of slices of, of, of pizza, whatever it is that, you know, you say, you know what, that's it. I'm going to start anew. And, I'm, you know, instead of going for that stuff that's not good, you make a kale shake or you have wheat bread or you have wheat thins or whatever you're going to – like, to me, that would be akin to telling everybody I am about to change my diet or my workout approach, and then you go to Burger King and you suck down 2,700 calories. Like, the moves that they've made, or maybe more specifically, Sal, the moves the Mets have not made, it's not – even remote and again, I respect himself. I, I respect putting himself out there, but to me, they they just don't add up. Well, do you think he's lying? No, it's not about lying. Oh, all right, so do no, you think he's, it's do about you think he's trying to sell the fans a bill of goods here. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that that's his mo. I don't think he's like trying to sell an extra three thousand tickets. I right. I do think that he believes that. I just think that he's wildly off the mark because I do not think these Mets, unless they start doing some stuff are going to be very good. Well, they're not done yet. And last week, we reacted to the Mets Hot Stove Show with Andy Martino reporting that they had roughly $10 million or so to spend, okay? And they haven't spent that yet. They talked about prioritizing bullpen. If you look on paper right now, one of the clear weak links of this team is the bullpen. It wouldn't be a priority for me because I believe that's the final piece to put together of a team, especially going into a year. You can fix a bullpen in season, you could go make a trade for a guy. You could take on somebody's salary if a team that's going out of it or whatever wants to dump a good bullpen arm and get a guy who's having a good year. Bullpens are so volatile and so fickle year to year anyway, you really don't know. So I wouldn't worry about the bullpen, although I admit it is extremely thin, even with the return of Edwin Diaz. But they could still add a bullpen arm and a DH. The problem you have is, the big issue, is that how you view the Mets rotation I think Stearns believes that Severino is going to fix it because of the tipping pitches. Mm -hmm. I believe Stearns believes more so in Manaya than maybe you do or maybe most do. And that is where the team is viewed differently because the players in the lineup, BT, like you could knock the lineup. It's a solid lineup. Like they'll be able to score some runs. It's okay. I mean, Alvarez is going to hit 25 home runs. It's, it's he did, okay. He Alonzo, Lindor, McNeil, Marte coming back going to be a big piece. Mm -hmm. Nimmo there. Their defense has upgraded. I still want a DH, but at worst, this current lineup should be okay to compete for the final wild card I mean, spot. okay, you want to use the word okay, That that's fine. That That's not enough to galvanize me where I think this Mets team is anything more than, I think, slightly below average. And... Again, I'm okay with that. It's not about, you know, this impending doom forecast for the Mets. That that's if it's coming across that way, that's not my intention. I'm I'm genuinely confused why in an offseason where I do think they should do more, and, and maybe they will, but thus far they have not, and it's been very uninspiring. It's a reset, it's a rebuild, it's a bridge to a more fruitful tomorrow and the next year and the next year. Like they're trying to do something that the Mets never do. Be good for three, four, five years in a row. 
So then why are you going out there? And again, unless he really... I said he's going to win the division. Ah, but come on. You start talking about... He used the October and September. I think... He did it with Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee... Yeah, but the Milwaukee roster was superior. No, but, South, but this he rotation stays. He, he's the one who built those teams for uh, years in Milwaukee. And by the way, going into almost every one of those years before they became a mainstay. Yeah. And even then, it was like, ah, well, Milwaukee lost so-and-so. And they're not going to be that good this year. Or they're going to fall off. And yet they're there. They're competing all the time. Now, he's going to apply that same philosophy... Except he's got the Steve Cohen pockets, the deep, much, much deeper. But even if it's a lesser Steve Cohen in comparison to the last couple of years, it's still far more significant than anything Stearns had to work with in Milwaukee. So while you look at this roster on paper now, and it doesn't jump out of you saying, ah, oh, this is going to be a you know playoff team, I still do believe with the expectations lowered, it's not like they lost everybody on this roster. They the, the the starting rotation certainly has question marks. The lineup has a couple of question marks, and the bullpen certainly has question marks. I understand that. However, I mean, that's basically the entire thing. Right, right, right. Question marks, though. Yeah. But if those are answered the right yeah. way, yeah. And you could paint. And by the way, like I'm not making the Met Yankee thing. I don't want to do that. But you could also pick apart some of the Yankees lineup and say, well, this guy's a question mark. This guy's a question mark. Now there are less questions with certain teams, with the Yankees or other teams. Yeah. But if the Mets hit on. Four of six of the big question marks, they're going to be a playoff team. It's a lot of variables. I, I get it, but that's that's a lot of things that you're hoping go right. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. By the way, nine in a row. Ten in a row. I know you're on fire. He is just coming out Steph Curry and things here. Now, by the way, I did check, and we'll get to these calls here. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that Met fans shouldn't be hopeful. Of of course. Well, just as a general fan base, you're saying in general, your fan as a general broad brush. You know, Met fans should be hopeful. You've got Cohen, and he will spend when he when it's time. You've got one of the smartest, sharpest young executives in baseball. You've got things to latch onto. I just i i don't I don't see it transferring into the season immediately. So I'm a little conflicted by with what Stern said. The over under total is eighty point five. Now, what does that mean? I mean, that, that's not about betting, yeah, but that's actually higher than we thought. We joked about it last week. Yeah, I kept saying mid seventies. And by the way, I would pound the under just to right, be fair and to right. be to to be consistent. I mean, I think my biggest issue with the Mets right now is that you look at their division. And the Braves are about as good a lineup as I've seen in in years. Sure, I'll give you that. I mean, it's not even close. And I and I know that you think the Phillies and the Mets are a little closer no, than I do. No, I'll give, I'm going to give Phillies, you the Phillies, though. The Phillies are better. All right, and to me, the Phillies are significantly better. So even if the Mets click on the cylinders that Sal's telling us about those variables, which are true and, and are real, they're... I will say. Do you think the Marlins are going to win 84 no, I, games here's last year? What, I, for a while, I was saying the Marlins are better than the Mets. I don't know that I really believe that anymore. But at best, like optimally speaking, the Mets are the third best team in the division. Right, but that still gets you in the postseason. Yeah, think if, about if it. If everything goes right. The, th- see, this is part of it, too. And I know this is just, I don't know if it's law of averages or just, you know, things happen. Did anybody think the Padres would fall apart and win 82 games a year ago? No. Okay, no. right. And I know you weren't as high on the Mets, but a lot of people were and thought the Mets would be a wild card team or at, at the very least a playoff team coming off the year they had before. So Padres disappointed even though they had a loaded roster. Diamondbacks overachieved with 84 wins. Marlins yep. come out of nowhere, 84 wins. Look at the rest of the National League right now. 
And while some teams made improvements, like the St. Louis Cardinals were awful last year, and they brought them some nice pieces. Sure. They still finished as bad as they were four games behind the Cubbies are coming. Reds are coming. Dodgers are loaded. Phillies better. Braves better. Dodgers, yes. Braves, yes. Definitively. No questions asked. Phillies definitively. Oh, agree. I'm going to give you those three. Braves, Dodgers, and then – but the Braves and Dodgers are another level. Phillies are the level under that. Anywhere else – I think the Mets could be as good or better than the other. See, teams. that's where we disagree. Well, give me, but give me who you think I is think better. I think the Cubs are better. I think the Reds the are sending. The Cubs won eighty-three games a year ago. Yeah, I understand that. I and think they had the Marcus Stroman pitching like an all-star. I mean, no, I mean, I just think I think the Cubs are a better team. I think the Reds are ascending. I again, there's two conversations here, so right. I want to focus on the one that. Well, it, do, you, do you, I guess it's, I don't. Th- I think the Mets are. I don't think they're good. Right, and I think they're going to be a playoff team. I mean, mm. I've said that now. You've said that for a while, and so have I. Right, and it's nice to have the general manager come or president and That's come about back. Time. Well, well, he I like should to see be some action rather up. than some words. You know, it's one thing for me to put my nuts on the table here, and I'm, I'm getting tired of doing that and backing this yeah. team and, and get, yeah. getting, no getting them kicked in. Yeah. yeah, so nice for them to do it for correct. you. Because now that he's going to be that. on him. So I do as okay. a fan who's believed in this team. Now, again, I want more, but to hear him say that, it was a breath of fresh air because they're acknowledging that this is not a season where they're punting, which they shouldn't do. They're obviously not going over the top all in, but they're being smart and they expect to compete for a postseason, and fans should expect it as well. I don't know. Maybe Mets fans are more pumped up uh, like Sal than, than I would think. I, 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 I wouldn't be incredibly pumped up, but I get it, I guess. 877-337-6666. Jerry's up in the Bronx. What's happening, Jerry? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BT, what's up, buddy? What up, dude? How are you? Sal! Jerry! <laughs> what's happening, Sal? You're running the marathon today, huh? Oh, my God. Dude, it was so bad that I actually, when I got close to the building, I had a, like I was out of breath, I had to stop. I ran like this. I ran, it took me five minutes to catch my breath, dude. I, could, I, I, I don't blame you. I ran stuff. off the subway. I was bumping people out of the way, up the Move. stairs, across the street. I got to defend the Mets. Yeah. Get out of my way, my sucker. My show starts in two minutes. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> Go, Go ahead, Jared. Jared. 
Well, I'm a Yankee fan. Let's start off with that. What do you expect us to say? Of course he's going to be that he's excited about the season. What is he going to say? We're going to suck and nothing. we're not going to get anywhere? No. Of course. No. Any no. That you listen? no. And Jared, by the way, get a little bad feedback there, so i got to let you bounce, but I got your premise. And no. No way. Only losers think that way, and you're even more of a loser if you project that. That's not what I'm saying. I respect, as Sal said, Stern's putting his nuts on the table a little bit. I, 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 right. I truly do. What I'm confused about is the mixed messaging because there are two messages within saying one thing and doing another. Well, well, that, <laughs> but really, yeah, well, yes, yeah, yes, certainly, directly and literally, yes, but also saying two things that are very, very different within one conversation are the Mets hot stove. The first breath is, and and I agree with this. You know, quote, my job's to win baseball games, not the offseason. Well, that's good. And the the quote ends there. Now I insert. That's good because you've had one of the worst offseasons, in my estimation, of any team in baseball. He's right, though, with that quote, right? He is correct. I'm not going to get him honored for that. But then, based on what they have not done and his understanding and embracing of, of building something out and having something sustainable, which takes time, clearly... I think in the next sentence when you say, I fully expect, you know, to compete for the playoffs, I I I I think you're he's undercutting himself. No, it's two I, I see, distinctly I like it. different things. Remember too, it reminds me a little bit of Sandy Alderson prior to the twenty fifteen season where he said something like ninety wins. Now at the time it was like, oh my God, ninety wins. Remember, the Mets were from the seventy something well, the year before, well, if I'm not mistaken. I don't right? remember were the exact number, but those were like the, the the worst years in franchise history, you could argue. And I know there were some lean years early on, but I'm talking about all things considered, where they were spending and then they weren't at all from 11, 12, 13, 14. Yep. And when he went out there and put that ninety win thing on his back and raised the expectations, it worked. I mean, the Mets went out there and obviously went to the World Series that year, but it was like. To me, it was like, wow, all right, they want to be taken seriously. And at this point, it should be bare minimum. Like, where, as Met fans, asking the team for the bare minimum this year? We understand, and I know not everybody, but I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. we understand what they're trying to do, trying to build a sustainable winner long-term. To do that, there are some lumps you're going to have to take along the way. However, while doing that, you have to feel the team that can compete for the postseason, and Stearns is acknowledging that as opposed to saying, not that we suck or we're going to suck, but we're punting on the season or we're rebuilding or evaluating. They're doing all of the above as far as evaluating and rebuilding while going for a playoff. I'm just a big fan of underselling and over-delivering. You know what I mean? Charlie's in Bethpage, BT and South. Chuck, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, Big D, Sal. How are we doing? Uh, What's up, Charlie? Hey, Sal, great seeing you at the Boomer Geo thing at Paramount. That was a great night. Oh, yes, that uh, was, Charlie. Then. Thank you for coming. It was nice to spend some time with you. That did, was fun. Did you play it, heel that it, night, I heard? A little heel A little roll, bit. For like uh, for a few yeah. minutes, came out on stage. Yeah, right. <laughs> and got booed accordingly. Go ahead, Charlie. Sal, I was there to support you, my man. I was there supporting you. Of course. But listen, Stern, Stern is just telling me, we're not a small market team. We're not Milwaukee. Uh, we're not getting to the bullpen. We got to get starting rotation first. If we don't get the starting rotation picked, we're never going to get to the, uh, the bullpen. And they got to get a big bat now. We need a DH. So he's got his work get cut out. I don't like what's going on. I want I want it all season like we had last year, but it didn't work out. I understand it didn't work out, but you got to start making some moves. Yeah. Okay. We. I don't want to hear day one opening day. I'm going to go again this year, like I do every year. And you're telling me we're going to play meaningful? No, meaningful games start 
opening day all the way to October. Well, well he knows that, but, that, but that's what he said, mm. Charlie, and thank you for the call. He said they're going to be, they expect me. That should make you pumped up. He knows what the expectations are. He's not running from them. He's not shying away even in one year, not saying, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about playoff team. We're going to try to build a, a team that can, can compete. Oh, I don't know about playoff. He said his words, playoff. We yeah. expect to compete for the postseason, right? Those are the – or something like that. Pretty, that was the message, right. sure. Which is exactly what you should want to hear. Now they have to go out there and do it, whether it means signing another guy or two before the season starts. And, by the way, we're getting closer to February. That's a, a message for both the Mets and the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, Pitchers yeah. and catchers we'll, we'll reporting. the Yankees like, in. Yeah, yeah. Man, they got a little so, work to do still. So they still have some work to do. Or whether it means in season, when you're competing, adding to the team could take you to another level. Those are things that – I foresee for this Mets team, which is also part of why I believe they could be a playoff team. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal here on The Fan. I mean, I can make the case, and I'll make this case coming up next here. I can make the case there's a greater chance that the Mets strip down and sell assets during the season rather than bringing in reinforcements to bolster uh, a September run. We'll get to that more. Obviously, squeeze some Yankee stuff in. And uh, a thought on the Giants and the Dable situation which, boy, if if this is true, or even think remotely true, that might be one of the craziest things I've ever seen. All right, BT and Sal back on the fan. It's 1028 here on this Wednesday. It's all a little Mets, David Stearns. Getting all you Mets fans pumped up, and I, I genuinely like it. Uh, I think it's good. I don't know that it's necessarily accurate, because I don't know that the moves made so far reflect any sort of step forward. I actually think it's a step back, and listen, 162 games to make me look like a fool, although some would say I don't need 162 <laughs> games to look like a fool. I can do it in about 20 minutes here on the show. Uh, what's interesting, let, let, before we get back to these phones, and we And will, at 1040, yeah. I want to go over the Mets rotation with you. Uh, okay, I was just going to actually do something here. You want oh, me to push it down? Yeah, I was going to say 40, maybe we get the calls here. I'll, you know, I'll push else. it back, I was because okay. I was going to throw some, ironically, right. we're thinking kind of similarly here. Uh, I will punt that till about 12, 13 minutes, and we'll get back okay. to you guys here. Uh, the over-under from Vegas, FanDuel, all the all the sites, you know, 80, 80.5. Doesn't Which mean is, you can't overachieve. It's higher than I thought. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't underachieve. See the Padres a year right. ago. See the Yankees a year ago. Things happen. Uh, but I did say before we took a break, I think that there is a chance that the Mets actually strip down during the season more so than Ed. I definitely I think really do. A, I definitely think there's a chance of that. Now, I think Stern's response was in a question about Alonzo, if I'm not mistaken, from what I saw, his response about talking about a playoff team. Because I think people may be thinking along your lines, like, hey, what if you're out of it and you're going to you know, trade Pete Alonzo? Mm-hmm. And I thought that's what I read. Maybe it was one spot that I read. I'm not even 100% sure I should fact check that. But I thought then his response was that we expect to be competing and playing meaningful games down the stretch, which to me would eliminate any possible... Trading him. Yeah, they're not trading Alonzo... The only scenario possible would be is if they're totally out of it, they could get a haul, and Pete would be in agreement to do it with the idea of potentially coming back in the offseason when he has free agency. I think, and I've always said this, I think there's a real chance they trade him. Uh, I think there's a chance he gets that long-term contract. I don't think it's nearly as much of a given as, as many people think. Just because, independent of Pete, it's just a flawed philosophy, or at least a... a a decaying practice to build around the, a slow-footed, thirty-year-old, right-handed de- uh, first baseman who's average picking it. Right. The, Who does that? The problem is no. You're right, but the problem is you. I was looking around at some of the first baseman. I forget if it was MLB or something. You know, they come out with these rankings now and all sure, these projections. Sure, sure. Where was Pete? Where'd they put him? 
I, they didn't have the exact number, but they went over the the list of first basemen. Yeah, dude, it's an odd list, right? They, there are very few like star yeah. first basemen in the sport. I'm not saying you need that to win. Yeah, I know what you mean, but my God, yeah, like, it's, it, like when we were, he's growing one of the up, bats. There's no doubt about it. Like it's Olsen. Oh, yeah, uh, Goldschmidt. For sure. Goldschmidt's still really good. Could still pick it. Getting up there. Freeman, the 30s. obviously. Uh, Freddie Freeman's a stud. Yeah. But Alonso's right there. And there's a lot of anonymity at the position. When we were growing yeah. up, now again, we always talk about like what we remember you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, more than almost two days ago. But think about it. Steve Garvey, Mattingly, Cecil Cooper for the Brewers. Like You just knew every Keith. first baseman. Obviously, yeah. Keith. You know, Jack Clark for the Cardinals in the mid in mid eighties. Yeah, I'm trying to think about because there were big Freddie first basemen. Oh God, he's had a ton of first basemen, and it's like they all hit the middle of the order. McGuire was a first baseman, of course. Of course. Big Mac was uh, came up eighty seven. I want to say so. The, the positions evolved, which is part of the reason why I don't think. In, I can't prove this. It's not me starting a rumor. I'm saying what I think the Mets are thinking, or maybe more specifically, what the Mets should be thinking. It's an antiquated way to build the team, although it doesn't mean that they won't. It used to be the like that was the spot you have your masher, especially oh, yeah. in the National League. Like in the American League, you still have a DH, but first base was a power hitter. Ken Herbeck, you slow footed yeah, moose, right. you know, you know. So all right, let's get back to you guys here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Larry up in Westchester thinks I'm selling his Mets. He's a little short. What's happening, Larry? Hey, BT Sal, how you guys doing today? Up, Larry, we are good. How are you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. Excellent. Yeah, uh, BT, yeah. I think you really are selling. I mean, Mets a little short, although I do agree that the offseason has been very disappointing. I've been a Mets fan since 1965, since I've been eight years old, and they, I really expect better than what they've done. But here's where I think you're selling them a little bit short. Okay. You're absolutely right when you said they've only won 73, 74 games last year, whatever it is. It but the thing that you're not counting on is they had no Edwin Diaz the whole year. Yep. He comes back. Would you not agree that adds 10 more wins to that? No way. No, no, I wouldn't. And, Larry, I want to throw this at you. I'm happy you brought up the Mets bullpen. We'll get to some of the starters coming up next. I know me and Sam want to get into that. But some okay. numbers that are that are important here. All right, so last year, the Mets bullpen, just the bullpen, 22nd in ERA, 26th in save. So you say, hey, well, major deficiency. Insert Edwin Diaz, who obviously is a superstar, that that changes dramatically. You would think it does. I'm not so sure, though. Because I don't think he's going to be handed the amount of leads that Met fan thinks that he's going to get. Oh, the rotation stinks. And by the way, they had David Robertson, who was lights who's, out, who was in, awesome before right. he was dealt. Right. Yep. So I mean, you got to replace that as well. It's not in addition to yes. David Robertson. Yes. It's replacing what David Robertson did. Good, Larry. Well. Yeah, I just think that uh, I, again, I think you're selling them short. Okay. Also, you got to remember. That uh, Stalling Marte, good ball player, out almost the whole year. Understood. The whole year. I got it. That, that's a got. You're going to have the catcher Alvarez with another year under his belt. Mm-hmm. No question. Be better. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying that they, you know they're going to win, uh, you know, 100 games like they did two years ago. But they also did a lot of addition by subtraction, getting rid of Vogelback, Guillaume, guys like that who okay. were basically Scherzer, Verlander. <laughs> These guys hurt last year. But the main thing is, I think South said this before, their season ended in March when Diaz went down. Uh, You give him the whole year, I think, 10 more wins at least. That's ambitious. But uh, we get your point. Diaz is is amazing. I'm not here. Nobody's here to quibble with that. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is not going to be the 62 Mets. It's not even going to be the Mets of the, you know, late 70s, early 80s, which were horrendous. 
uh, you know, for years. That was when Mazzilli was coming up, if you forgot, or Pat Zachary or John Stearns, the, the, that, that crew right before Hubie Brooks was drafted. I, I just, I don't see it. Like, to me, when you win 75 games, and partly circumstantial, I understand that, but they were a bad team last year based on the stats and based on the standings, and I don't think they've had a good offseason. Like, if they had a bad 2023 and had a good offseason, now we're talking. I, but it's been a bad off, in my opinion, right. a bad offseason following a bad season. I do think, though, it's up for debate. And you could say, well, anything's up for de- debate. Well, no, not necessarily. Some teams going in just are not built at all to compete. And you look at the roster and say, yeah, okay, could they exceed all expectations and shock the world? Maybe. That's not what this team is. I think you could make a legitimate case, and that's why I do want to go over the rotation. And Look, you could go over other parts of it as well. You can make a case for this team being a playoff team easily oh, with see, the pieces that they have in place. You, you lose me with well, easily. Well, now a lot would That's have to go right. See, see, the argument is I, w- I could say easily, but everything has to go right. And then the counter could be, well, well then it's yeah. not easily. Well, when does everything go have to go right? Well, because I'm saying that the pieces are there. If they do what they're supposed to do, there are enough pieces there to make this a playoff team. Now, I can map it out for you if you'd like. I, I know where you're going to go. My immediate response will be not without a DH. I mean, in right. 2024... Well, I'm anticipating them getting well, one. Well, when? I mean, well, it's... I mean, before I mean, the start of the season. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, you guys pushing point, the envelope yeah. here, yeah. Sal. Yeah. I mean, there's still a few guys that you could get, but you better get them. 877-337-6666. Now, listen, I do believe with Lindor, with Pete, with Nimmo, maybe McNeil bounces back, whatever. Hopefully, Beatty does well. Uh, obviously, Alvarez going to hit some bombs. Young kids should theoretically be better. Marte, healthy. I get it. That's a lot. No, no. I'm saying the Mets lineup should be better than last year and should be not potent, but 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 some nights formidable when their stars mm-hmm. are playing well. I'll even give you that. But we got to get into this coming up next. I think there's a chance that the Mets rotation is the worst in baseball. I really want to have that conversation. That's the problem with the Mets. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, 10.42, back on the fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, BT and Sal here on the fan, 877-337-6666. So, the reason I think the Mets are going to have a rough season is I think their rotation is bad. Now, I really do. I, I just I don't like it. I don't trust it. I don't think there's much upside. Everything's got to be perfect. And even if it is, I still don't think it's nearly enough. And, you know, it's funny. I think when people hear, if I'll use the word criticism, or reservations, my Met reservations entering the season, I think a lot of people automatically trigger to maybe some Pete Alonzo conversations we've had on the show. Right. 
uh, some Lindor, even going back to Tiki, mm-hmm. some Lindor conversations that I have had with many Met fans, and now obviously with Sal on a daily basis during the season. Honestly, I think the Mets lineup is okay. That's right. that's that's not my worry. I think the rotation is going to destroy your season. And I think that's where, depending on how you view the rotation, that's where the difference is in how you view the success of this team. For you I would and agree I, with that. I would agree. Sterns, yeah. others. All right, well, give me, what is your order? Let's start with that. I don't even know, what you, outside of saying of one, I would imagine right now. Well, What's the order? Well, okay, let me answer this two ways. Okay. One, who do I think is starting opening day? The answer is Kodai Senga. Okay. Who do I think is going to be the eventual number one of this staff? Don't say Severino. I think that's uh, who it you is. You guys are dead. And keep going. I think that's, that's who it is. I mean, See, that's, that's terrifying. We, now, we can Severino. start Severino. So, I know. Now, I'm not as high on Senga as everybody else. I like him. Don't get me wrong. I love his competitiveness. I love the extra stuff that he brings. Like, he's very entertaining. He's a bulldog. Yeah. All the ghost fork stuff. Like, very fun. Competitive. I love to have him in the he's rotation. He's good, man. I he's, like him. He's not an ace. I agree. So, and I'm not saying Severino is, but he has the potential to be an ace. Kodai Senga is a very solid pitcher. And in this particular rotation, I like, I think it's a strong rotation with Senga 2, Quintana 3, Manaya, Hauser 4, 5. Quintana, oh, Manaya, okay. Even seven, 5. Severino, yeah, five house or whatever. Yeah, like, five's going to fluctuate. Four, Maybe like the Yankees, too, Ma- but Ma- I got you. Manaya could pitch Manaya. like a three at times. You know, he's got to stay healthy, but he's yeah. a solid four. Two, three, four, five. I'm okay with Senga. Oh I'm okay Oof. with Senga. Yeah. Quintana, like Quintana's. He's fine. You guys missed him last year. I'll give you that. Yeah, but, he came you know, back and he stabilized the rotation. That's what I want as a number three. Yeah, solid... provided one and two are, are locks. Well, and correct. Their questions. But, but would you oh, not like Senga? Would you knock Senga as a two in most rotations? I'm actually a bigger. He'd be number Seng- two of the Yankees. You'd rather have him than Rodon. Just uh, to use an example. Uh, no, but. I got you. I'm a bigger Senga fan than you. Like okay, I really right. think Senga. I, the, the one thing that worries me is that he's proven to be very laborious as he starts. But I think that. As he navigates lineups, I'm, and, and listen, I know we got better as the year went on. That game in Oakland, fairly yep, early, right. eight, late, maybe May, early May, whatever it was, that was a horrible. Oh my good god! But that was a bit of a microcosm of his season. But he works through it. But he works through it. Yes. But the problem is when your best pitcher, he can't be the ace. Like yeah, that. man. Right. When he labors through five, and he needs that, you know, maybe the extra the, rest, maybe the extra day, five, six inning pitcher. So that's why I can't I put think in about the what happens residually. The, the I, bullpen gets get taxed it. extra because you're, you know, Garrett Cole, you know. I think Garrett Cole is the greatest free agent signing in Yankees history. Best pitcher I, in baseball I, I, for my money. He is absolutely yeah. unbelievable. And what he does when he actually takes the ball is one thing, but you then add in how he is able to preserve the bullpen. It obviously helps the Yankees. So the Mets don't have that, even though I'm a big Sanga fan, and he threw 166 innings a year ago. Okay, that should go up a little bit. Maybe he learns how to navigate these lineups a little bit more by going to school on what these hitters can and cannot do. I do think he'll get slightly better, not worse. I'm not here to disparage Sanga. I like him. The problem is Severino. Right. Luis Severino, all right, in 2019, Sal, he had three starts. In 2020, he didn't pitch. In 2021, he had no starts. In 2022, he made 19. He was pretty good. And in 2023, last year, made 18, and he was statistically the worst pitcher in baseball. So if you are holding out hope and hinging your success on Severino, whether he starts as two and ascends to one or starts as three and ascends to two, uh, for a guy who's pitched 200 innings over five years, your season is going nowhere. I think that's the gamble that Stearns and the Mets are taking right now. But why? They, they believe, well, because Severino now, it's been a while. Obviously, I understand that. I've watched him get tattooed like everybody else. He pitched batting practice last year. They're chalking it up to 
tipping pitches. Now, health is another factor. That's obviously. the other thing. Well, I mean, I if it, yeah, okay. But, but if you're painting a good picture, now, I could see how this could go off the rails. I really believe that their rotation, and maybe as a byproduct, their season, at least for the first half, mm-hmm. you know, because at, at the midway point, maybe they could add an arm you know, at the deadline or whatever, they could trade for somebody if they feel like they need it and could be a difference maker. You could also add that in season. But going into the season for the first part of the year, up until the trade deadline or all-star break, whatever, it's going to hinge on Luis Severino. Is he going to be the batting practice pitcher that we saw last year? Or is he going to be able to stay healthy on a one-year prove-your-career now? This is a a career match for Severino. A one-year deal where Mm -hmm. he's trying to fight for his career where they think they figured out him tipping pitches was the biggest issue. Okay, he's not going to be bad, as bad as last year. And if he is, he'll be out of baseball because you can't justify running Correct. somebody out there 20 what times, 30 CR times. Uh, it was come almost on. seven. Yeah, come on. It was close to the seven. Yeah. So I don't think we'll see that. I do believe there's something to tipping pitches. I do. I I, I believe that is important in baseball. I, be, I believe in it. So, and it does make sense because his stuff went healthy mm-hmm. has never been an issue until no, last he's had year. Great stuff. That's what I mean. Even into the bullpen, he whenever he came back over the spurts of the last you know five years, yeah, he was nasty until last year where he was throwing BP and I was like, what the hell's going on with oh, Severino? We right. You think about it, how frustrated yeah. you know, how, right. as confounded as you were. That's the think about our energy from the other side actually watching right. pitch for right. our I team. Remember, yeah. He was awful. He was abominably bad. It was it, it was just it was unwatchable. So. I'd feel a lot better if if Verlander was still here. And I know, forget about Scherzer. It was a true ace. Verlander. I know why you did it. I get it. But if you're trotting out Verlander one, not to start, you got a little Sanga action two, Quintana, you know, you get a decent and then, offense, you can keep you in games, and then either Manaya or Severino. Now it's like, yeah, I get it. I, they, I can rationalize that. They tried for Yamamoto. I mean, they know. No, that. I'm not faulting him for that. I respect the effort. I mean, they they, they, they made a big push. Didn't get him. They don't want to come here. Screw now, him. Now, look, maybe they're well, not. I, don't know if I should say screw him, no, but you know what I mean. No, you don't I, want well, to screw no, you. Yamamoto, screw yeah, yeah, that's, that's no, You true. can say it's You don't him. want to screw you. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want New York, the Yankees, or the Mets. So guess what? Screw you. And screw the Dodgers, too. Hope they go down and fight them for that stupid wall in right field, you know that. So I'm not saying that the Mets are viewing Severino as an ace. I'm saying that for me, he's the only one in the rotation with the potential to be an ace. With all due respect to Senga, I think he even maxes out at it. Like his max is a two, and I expect a little bit of a drop off from him where he'll sit as a solid two or three. Senga. Senga. But why do you, before we get back to these goals, why do you expect a drop off and not the other way? (sighs) I just... Maybe some of the stuff that I heard going into last year, maybe because of how laborious it was at times for him. You know, we've seen this in the past. Maybe the league adjusts to him a little maybe bit better. Maybe he adjusts to the league. Yeah. Go to school on those scout I, reports. I think he'll be – I don't, like, think he's going to be a four or five. Yeah, like, yeah I got you. I think he'll be a solid two or three. I just don't – I don't – when I watch him pitch, I don't look at him as an ace. I got you. You know what I mean? I Even though that. he's an all-star, I just don't – I don't see it with I him as that. being that ace. That's a, we're, as Severino, I have seen him pitch like an ace that time. But it's been long, I know. Dude. Well, that I mean, is 200 true. innings in five years. Now, look, maybe the Mets are just five. saying, we'll, we'll roll with Sanga as our number one. It may not be a true number one, but he's number one and hope to get something from Severino in the back of the rotation. But I, I really believe Sevi is the key to that rotation. I, I could respect that. I think that's a problem, but I, I understand right. your rationale. See, to me, I look at these Mets and... You guys will agree if you're Nick fans. Like I, I almost felt the same way all those years ago. 
in my own mind, like, all right, if Marbury becomes more of a, I'm taking you back. If Marbury comes, becomes more of a team guy, if Crawford does this, if Quentin Richardson yeah, does that, I know, I know. if Eddie Curry's in shape and he takes you the next step. You get yourself in trouble with all those question when marks. When you I have know. that many contingencies, generally that's not good. 877-337-6666. Ray's in Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, uh, Ray? How are you? Hi, guys. Good show as usual. Thanks, dude. I think they're they, – I, I, Sal's right. I think they can contend, but I think the most important – I think their staff is okay. And I think I think Severino's going to bounce back. And I think it's – I think they're right about him. Ray, I can I ask you a question? When you say, well, you need him to bounce back, which I understand, when you say you think he's going to bounce back, outside of hope and necessity, what do you base that on? Well, I just – I think it's tipping pitches. I think okay. he's going to finally be healthy All this right. year. All right. I got you, you don't know now, man. He's going. He's going to be thirty in February. Okay. You know, if you get, yeah. and let me just paint this picture. If you get BT, thank you, Ray Severino. Uh-huh. Let, let's say that it is tipping pitches, and let's say that he stays healthy. Okay, and he pitches to a three ERA. I mean, okay. his career 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 ERA, even with last year, is ridiculous. He's got good stuff, dude. That's you don't have saying. to. I've so, seen it. So I, I know. So it's fair to say, like three low three, you know, three two ERA. I would three, sign two. up for. Th- I would sign up for three point seven five right now, that's, and that's high. So let's say lower than that. Let's say three five. Split the difference, All right? right? Three, three five. I, I'll go under three five. I'm going over. If we had a bet, I would go under. Eh, maybe oh. that's a fun future that we could bet here that's between an uh, the Mets and Yankees. Mm-hmm. Make so the bet right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I'll bet your car. What do you want to bet? Yeah, yeah, right. So let's say bet that new home. Let's say he pitches to a three ERA. Okay. Oh, then I'm, I might have a different tune. That's what I'm saying. And the Mets will have a different season. That's, so then, think. then you could project it because you like, not that you like the lineup, but you could make an argument that I'm things fine. will pop in the lineup. I, I, the lineup's fine. The lineup will not sabotage their season. Mar- their rotation Marte, won't. to me, there are two keys with this Mets team. Can I give them for you? Yeah. Marte's the one that you're yeah. going to say. And Seve. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, we were just okay. like, right, exactly. I think two bats, yeah. though. No, no, no. I would say maybe Alvarez as well. Right, but I kind of trust him to yeah. do. He is a key because he's getting overlooked. As hard as that may sound. Like, it's always about Lindor, Nimmo, McNeil, Alonzo. That's true. Like, Alvarez is an impact bat, dude. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy who I project to get better this year. But I think the two biggest keys, var- variables, where I could see total bust or all-star Sevy and Marte. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan. Scott, he's in Beth Page. What's happening, Scott? Sal, BT, what's going on, guys? What's up, Scotty? Hey, bud. Listen, uh, diehard Mets fan. I mean, appointment television, I watch all the games. I'm kind of locked into Twitter here in the offseason. What are we doing? Um, there's way too many question marks. This rotation is trash. I mean, Senga is... On a good team, he's maybe a two. The rotation's he's a bad. Two. It's he's a bad. Three. Quintana is a three. Maybe there's no ace. Who's your on a losing streak? Who's the guy that's going to take the bump mm. to end the losing streak? Mm. That we don't. We don't have that guy. It's bad. Who's who's bad. the who's the guy on the farm that's going to come up? And fill that rotation as a young stop uh, stopgap starter. They don't have that guy yet. They, they don't have that guy yet. He's not ready. Right, they say he's the next guy, but he's not the next ace. Again, he's maybe a three or a four if we're lucky. This team lacks pitching. Right. We just signed. I know they. I know they said the Mets had a great uh, international draft. They had a. They uh, got a I lot. I think of they got three, three and four. Of the, the, I think they got four at the top. Right. Yes, they grabbed Vlad's younger brother, yeah. but not one pitcher. Yeah. They need to stockpile. Right, but they know they this. They, they know it. They tried to get Thank Yamamoto. You, like, it, 
You, you're not breaking news to the Mets. They know they need pitching. They tried the last couple of years, whether it was with DeGrom, Scherzer, Verlander, they tried that. It didn't work. It doesn't mean you punt on pitching moving forward and you just try to build a big lineup, although I, I do think that that's a better way to build a baseball team now, and it's hard for me to say that because I've always been pitching, pitching, pitching. Sure, game's changed. And you still need it, but the game has changed. It's you, changed. Now, I want the ace. Like, I like the Yankees' structure. I don't love their entire roster just yet, but I love we'll their get structure. We'll them coming up as well. They, they have the ace yep. in Cole, and they have the mashers and stars in Judge and Soto. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you need to build out the rest of the team. The Mets don't have that, and that's lacking, and they know it. Now, their stars aren't as good as the other stars, whether it's Lindor or Alonzo, however you want to compare it. They're, they're good, but they're not the top stars in the game, although you could argue that they're the best, top, you know, two of the best at their positions, respectively, but they're not the star, top stars in the game, and they don't have that pitcher. They need pitching. They know it. Stearns is going to address it, whether it's next offseason, whether it's trade deadline, whether it's through the draft. They, they're they going to try. Like it, it just takes time. All right. 877-337-6666. One thing the Yankees don't have is time. When you look at the... You know, the clocks of their top Pitchers players Pitchers and catchers reporting soon, bro. Uh, what are they doing? I can't wait. I can actually. Strowman. Oh, let's go. Did you? Oh, I like the Instagram post oh, that he God. sent out there. Yeah, My man is ready to roll. Timmy. Come on. Uh, we'll get to, of course, we'll get to that. Uh, if you got to text me those stupid emoji crowds of your boy Stevie, you better believe I'm going to text this. Uh, I almost, after Stern's comments, I almost came in here with cape and crown today. Oh, good God. for that damn L-I-double-R being late, I might have. I might have dressed in the crown and cape for King Cohen. Well, the Mets have a little time because the Mets plan is clear. Rebuild, reset build it out, try to sustain it, and move forward and be good for a long time. Yankees' timeline's different. Cole's clock is ticking. Judge's clock is ticking. Now, there's still time to do more. What kind of offseason have the Yankees had? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.